Hi friend, I'm Lindsay Hale. I'm a wife, mom, and top leader at 31 Gifts. And most recently, I'm an author too. I don't mean to brag, but I have an imperfect, messy, awesome life. I'm passionate about teaching you how you can create a life you love too. I'm a girl from a small town in Illinois, and I have like a million kids. Okay, only five, but that equals limited time to find success. So if you're going to hang with me, expect to get the real deal, the good, the bad, and the ugly, but that's real life. Thanks for joining. Enjoy the show. Hi, thank you for hopping on today. So today I want to talk a little bit about something that I feel like we hear a lot about, but we hear from one perspective and not the other. I had actually made a Facebook post about this the other day, and it was really interesting, the feedback that I got and how it kind of proved the point even more. So I'm going to be talking about bullying, and I want to first tell you about um, a little story about me. When I was in seventh grade, I lived with my dad for a little bit. Um, My parents are divorced and have been since I was very young, but for about a year and a half, I lived at my dad's house. And that year and a half happened to be when I was in sixth and seventh grade, which is, you know, like the most terrible time of your whole life. I mean, you know, hormones and acne and braces and And we have junior high kids right now. And I can tell you it's no better the second time around. It's actually harder almost as a parent to watch your kids um, go through junior high, I think. But anyway, if it weren't awkward enough, you know, being in a new school made it even worse. So I, on the bus, I had to be on the bus for like an hour every day. And I had no experience being on the bus because when I lived with my mom, I just walked to school and it was literally like two minutes to the school from my house. So anyway, it was very new to me to be on the bus, but then the eighth graders were so mean to me. And I remember just getting so nervous every day before getting on the bus and just, I mean, I dreaded it. And then there was this one girl in particular who was super mean to me and on the bus, she was like the second to last person off and I was the last person off the bus. So I would have to be with her the longest out of everyone, which was awful. But regardless, I know what it feels like to be picked on because she would call my house and threaten me and leave, you know, prank calls. Do they still do prank calls? (laughs) My kids actually were just telling me the other day that they were trying to figure out how to make their phones say unknown caller when they called people because they wanted to prank call their friends. But apparently it's not very easy to do that anymore with caller ID and all that. But Anyway, so I want to just kind of share that story with you because I want you to know that I do know what it feels like to be on the end of being bullied and it's no fun. It is terrible. The nerves and, um, the anxiety that go along with that are a real thing. And I'm not trying to discount that at all, but what I have found as a parent is that I see a ton of resources for if your kid is bullied, do this. Or if your kid, you know, is feeling, you know, seeing these X, Y, and Z symptoms, they might be be getting bullied at school. And those resources are fantastic. And I'm glad that those are out there. But what I feel like there is a lack of is that, um, admission of 
who, what to do when your kid is the bully or the mean kid. And the thing is, even nice people have kids who can be mean sometimes. I think the assumption a lot of times for us is, isn't it just the mean kids who are the mean parents who have mean kids, but in all reality, I don't think that's what's going on. I have had a couple of kids in my life, my family, have had moments where we've talked to parents about them being mean and and what I would consider, you know, I don't know, there's this big difference in my mind between being unkind and actually being a bully, but for sure name calling and saying some things that maybe they shouldn't, but then um, we had one child in particular who was repeatedly being mean. But when I dug a little bit deeper, I found out that she didn't even realize she was being mean. It was more of an age appropriate, um, I guess like ignorance to some social cues. Basically what was happening was there was a a little girl on the playground who didn't want to play the game that my daughter wanted to play. And my daughter convinced every other kid who tried to play with that girl to come and play the game with her instead. And she wasn't trying to be mean to the little girl. She wasn't like, Hey, I'm going to leave you out. But what she saw was, you know, that girl didn't want to play, but the other girls might want to. So, and I'm not a parent that makes excuses for my kids by any means, because mean kids are mean kids and there's no excuse for that. And there's definitely a lot of lessons to be learned and taught when, you know, a child is being mean to another child or calling names. We had an instance where one of the kids in our family was calling another child some derogatory names, like super derogatory. I'm not even going to tell you what they were saying because I'm not going to mark this explicit. So, and it was crazy because I was just like dumbfounded when a parent called me and asked me about it. But anyway, I think that my husband and I are pretty nice people. I mean, we have tons of friends. We are very open-minded. We're accepting of other people. And then you get these calls where your kids are being mean and it is lonely and it is embarrassing and it makes you question everything about you. You know, we raise our kids to, um, to go to church, to love Jesus, to follow what they learn in Bible school and, you know, how Jesus's example is set. But, um, you know, we fall short of that sometimes. So we have to expect them to fall short of it sometimes too. And it's just these teaching moments, right? Like over and over, there are these teaching moments for you and for your children. And really during this time period, so both of those incidences with the bullying stuff where my kids were being um, called bullies or, I mean, were being inappropriate, they happened within weeks of each other. And I was questioning every single thing about my parenting. Oh my gosh, what are we doing wrong? What do we need to do? How do we punish this? And really what I found at, at the end of the day is that it's, it really is developmental. And that's why so many people say that they hate junior high. Uh, one of the kids that was involved in one of the incidences was in junior high. And so, you know, junior high kids are mean and it's a developmental thing. It's kind of like they're trying on their words and trying to use, you know, cool words and big words and cuss words and, 
that doesn't make it okay. It doesn't mean that we can't, we shouldn't punish them because we certainly should be giving a consequence for poor behavior and poor choices, especially when they know better. But I just want to acknowledge that for every kid that's bullied, there is a parent dealing with the kid on the other end who has bullied someone. And that portion of parenting is very lonely because no one talks about it. Nobody wants anybody to think that their kid's the bully because then what happens? Your kid will be excluded from things. They will, you know, parents won't invite them to birthday parties and things because maybe other parents are talking about how, you know, this kid is not a nice kid. So it can be really a scary place to be on both ends of that, especially, especially because as parents, we see all the good in our kids, right? We see the moments when no one is looking and they do something incredibly kind for someone either in your house or for you. And we know that maybe they're acting out of peer pressure or they're acting out of complete ignorance, like where they just simply don't know. But then we have, you know, the other end of the spectrum where there's a kid whose feelings are hurt and someone who is having, you know, their self-esteem damaged by our child. So it's just a really hard place to be. And I want to encourage us as parents to just be gracious to the parent on the other end of the phone. So number one, I'm like, I come from the school of you need to tell me if my child has done something wrong. Please do not ever um, hide from hide it from me because I want to know so that we can get it corrected. That's why they say it takes a village, right? But then in addition to that, just come to me with grace in, and um, in that way of if you have to confront a parent whose child is bullying your child, um, can we all just agree to go to that parent graciously because so many children are, um, or because maybe our child just hasn't hit that phase yet. Right. So maybe we haven't dealt with that with our kid, but it doesn't necessarily mean that we will never deal with it. I have this list of things I used to say I would never do, or my child will never, my child will never do this. And I can tell you, my child has done every one of my kids has probably done all of the things. So, um, things like my kids will never, you know, take their iPads with them places, or I will never give them a phone before they're 15, or I will never have a video player in my van, or, I mean, listen, the list can go on. I will never have Pop-Tarts. It's a big one. And now, you know what? Pop-Tarts are just a staple in the Hill House. They just are. We have to have Pop-Tarts. They make life easy. And I don't have time to always, um, I don't always have time to make breakfast. Well, I don't ever make them breakfast. Who are we kidding here? But we don't always have the ability to throw some cereal in a bowl because sometimes you're running out the door and it's like, Oh my gosh, just grab a pop tart. Okay. But I just remember there were so many things that I was like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to do that. And so I, I find myself just wondering how many parents are saying, um, you know, my child would never, Oh my gosh, my child would never. And I can tell you because we have a lot of kids that I do have kids who would never, and I have kids who, I've said that about, and then they turn around and they do the exact same, the exact thing that I said, oh my gosh, they would never do that. So 
grace is so important when we're talking to another parent and confronting them. But I would love for you to share with me, um, just some hard conversations that you have had maybe with some other parents or, um, a time when you were feeling less than, um, a great parent because of your kids' choices. Because you know what, at the end of the day, we can't control everything that our kids do, especially as they get older, right? We can't control what they put in their mouths or what comes out of their mouths. It's, it's like this slow process of letting go and realizing that at some point they're going to have some natural consequences, right? If they're being mean on the playground, they're not going to have any friends. If they're being mean on the bus, they're not going to have any friends. If they are swearing in school, then the teachers probably aren't going to like them very much. It's going to make it a lot harder for them to, you know, get on sports teams and things like that. So there are some natural consequences that we have to just allow for our children to have. And my gosh, there's nothing harder, right? Than, than those consequences. And let me tell you else that what else is hard. There's nothing harder than having to take your kid's phone away from them. And I don't care how old your kids are. I'm like, who is being punished here? You or me? I can't even figure that out. So could you just be good so that I don't have to take your electronics from you? I mean, for the love, I am so, when you don't have your electronics, I feel like I have to be on 24 seven because I have to help you find ways to use your time. And you know what? Maybe that's not the best parenting technique there, but It's a true parenting technique. And I know that there's so many of you on the other end here who are nodding your heads yes, like, oh my gosh, I totally understand. And we try to limit screen time, but you know, that fight is sometimes a losing battle. But all right, I just wanted to open up this conversation of, you know, that, um, it's okay to be the parent of the mean of the mean kids and that doesn't make you mean it doesn't mean you failed it means that your kids are human it means that you're human it means that we're all a work in progress so hang in there mamas because you are doing an amazing job i am certain that you are trying to teach your child kindness and grace and all of the things all of the things, right? We're always trying to teach them all of the things. So hang in there and just remember to lead by example, because eventually something that we throw at them is going to have to stick. Have a great day. Thanks for joining.